welcome to Bangor Community Church Podcast. We pray that you will be blessed today as you hear the Word of God. Behold, the Lord would say that this house has entered into a new day and a new way, a new time. And the Lord would say to take your part, take up your part, play your part. If you could only see the end, if you could only see my plan and my purpose for this church, for the church in this land, for this land and for the nations. It would astound you, says the Lord. That's why I need my people's eyes focused on me, not focused on everything else, not focused on what this world says and what the media said, but focused on me, focused on what I'm doing, focused on what I'm doing, how I'm using my church, my plan for my church, my plans, not man's plans, Not the devil's plans, my plans, my plans, my plans. Hallelujah. These are the days of greater glory, greater measure of my presence. A greater measure of my presence. Every time you come together, greater measure of my presence. Greater measure of my witty presence, says the Lord. For I've ordained it before the foundation of the earth. Hallelujah. Does anybody else here have a word? Just in that quiet time. Come ahead, William. Anybody else? When we were still before the Lord. You know, I was here last week and uh, with my wife, and my wife had a picture of a uh, river, big river, and, uh, but we were only drinking through straws. At the same time, I had a picture of a dark room, but there's a little glimmer of light in the corner. Just imagine a dark movie theater, and there's a little glimmer of light, and I felt the desire to just throw off the curtain and get the light into the room. And then your, your word fit in with what God was giving me when I was there because I saw the bright sunlight, bright sun. And then there could be clouds, but the sun was still bright. But then I saw an eclipse, something coming across the sun. And that, that kind of darkness that goes over it. And what I felt the Lord was saying to us today, not just as a church, not just as individuals, but as a, a nation, an ecclesia of believers, is that we've, we have or we are allowing the light to be occluded. We're looking at something that's covering the glory. We're looking at something that's covering the true word. We're looking at something that's covering what God is really dealing with and saying with to us. Now, that could be an idol in our hearts. When I was just praying about this word there, I was thinking about idols that could be in our hearts where we're so desperate for a husband. We're so desperate for 
a breakthrough, that this breakthrough becomes the idol. We're no longer looking into the source of light, the source of, of light in our life. It could be because our needs have become so great that we, we're so focused on these day-to-day -day and what we want and what we need that we're, we're no longer looking at God. But the biggest thing, and I felt there needed to be repentance in this house, in my life, in the church generally, is we've started to look at the enemy blocking the light and say that God is darkening to us. How come God isn't giving us what we need? How come we've attributed to, to God the works of Satan, right? And if you think about that in our lives, that's just something so powerful because um, blaming God, we, may, we turn God into like Zeus who leans over the parapet, the ungodly image of an unjust God who looks down and says, oh, I think I'll hit that one with cancer or something. And then, oh, I'll hit this one with this. And the image of God as being mercurial or somehow not caring, not the lover of our souls. But we need to look into that fire of God today. And his word to us today is to look into the fire of the sun. Look into the brightness of his glory. Look into the source. That, that is the source. And any darkness crowding in to lock us into a dark room. Any darkness crowding in to lock us into a dark room, a dark place, a, a, a place where the lover of our souls isn't there. We have to identify it as not God. We have to identify it right now as an idol, as evil, as not God. And we've got to speak to it. This is the, the, the month we're moving into of declaration, right? 2222, Isaiah 2222. We're moving into the months of twos. And this is the time to declare and decree on earth, bind and loose on earth as it is in heaven, and see the breakthrough in these things. We need to bind this darkness, right? And the, the fruit of darkness you'll see if there's strife, if there's worry, if there's addiction, if there's besetting sins, if there's anything like this that's, that's gathering in our lives, it's because we're holding and looking and gazing at the darkness, not the bright. We might see a glimmer, like the river. We might have a little sip every once in a while, and that feels good. But that isn't what we need. We need the full fire of the flow of the Spirit, flow and fire out of our life. The flow of the river and the fire of God in our life. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I believe that word is right this morning. And you'll hear as I share how that all fits in with this morning. Amen. Same Holy Ghost. Let's be seated. The presence of the Lord. Holy Spirit flowing. Amen. This is what we do in this house. Turn to your neighbor and say, we flow. Come on. I can't hear that. We flow with Holy Ghost, with Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, worship team. Hallelujah. Praise God. <clears throat> Praise God. Well, um, I'm excited to get into this word today, and I'm just going to give you the backdrop of it. Um, if you weren't here last week, because I did explain a few things last week, but um, Brian and I and the family were to be at a conference in Orlando. Um, we were flying out on the 13th, and we were going to rendezvous with Kevin, my son that's been out there for a year, almost a year now. So I was looking forward to seeing Kevin, and I was, Brian and I were to be speaking um, at the conference, but um, I was denied boarding um, by two airlines. I tried from Dublin, then I tried from London, and um, I had everything in place, you know, 
that's, that I thought was to, to meet the requirements and things. Um, and so, you know, it, it was a difficult time being separated from the family, not getting to the conference, although I was able to get a lot of it online. But inquiring of the Lord, you know, I said, what on earth is happening? And Brian, he's obviously praying over in America, you know, and Brian is a prayer at the best of time. You know, often I'll just, if I wake up during the night, I'm feeling, is he here, isn't he? And he's more up during the night than he is in bed. And um, so he is a prayer, but I tell you, this has just woken Brian up to a new realm of, you know, just going against the enemy. And these are political agendas that are just out, you know, there's, there's no rhyme, reason or anything to all of this, you know, stopping the body of Christ, trying to stop the body of Christ moving. You know, we, we have to honor our government and officials and things like that. But we know, as Pastor George said last week, you know, the fight is in the heavens. You know, there's a spiritual fight. There's, you know, God and his agenda and the enemy and he's wanting to, his agenda, he's wanting to stop what God has. And so I want to minister into that this morning and I want to minister about using our authority getting back things that the enemy has stolen from us you know I have two weeks to get back from what the enemy's stolen from me and my family two weeks of time with just the five of us that was a precious time especially when you've adult children you mums and dads will know how precious that is to get that amen and we're getting it back hallelujah so um yes we've been awoken to another level another level of prayer and just sometimes you can get into this place of complacency whether you're busy whether you're tired you know whatever that is and sometimes you can be even lulled into a bit of a sleep but I tell you Brian and I we're not sleeping we're very much okay here we are so hallelujah it is backfired backfired hallelujah so Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for this word today. And, and ask, I ask you, Holy Spirit, just to bring out everything that you want to each one of us here today. And, and we ask for impartation, impartation of this word in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. I may be a little bit all over the place this morning. I do have notes, but I just, I just want to flow where the Holy Ghost wants to take us this morning. So just talking about the authority that's been given to us. And Luke chapter 10, verse 19 says, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Amen? What a scripture. So the Lord saying, I give you authority. That's to us to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by enemies hurt you. Matthew 28 and verse 18, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth, but Jesus has given us his authority and he says, now go in that authority and make disciples. Go in that delegated authority. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You know, I fully believe that I was getting on that plane because I was a diplomat and an ambassador of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And that is how I was going to be on that plane. So know who we are, what we are, what we carry, hallelujah, what we carry in Jesus' name, hallelujah. 
Mark 16, verse 15 to 18 said, And he said to them, Go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature, and he who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Now look at this. And these signs will follow those who believe. Who believes in here? Just some. Who believes in here? These signs will follow those who believe, not just the pastor, not just the evangelist, not just the prophet, those who believe these signs. What's the first sign? In my name, they will cast out demons. Authority, the very first sign to all who believe. We all believe. That's the very first sign. We've been given power to deal with the enemy. All of us, amen? And they'll speak with new tongues. They'll take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. And they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Hallelujah. We can lay hands on the sick and they will recover. James chapter 4 and verse 7 says, resist the devil and he will he flee. He has to flee. You know, God didn't say here he flee from Jesus. He said, you resist the devil, he'll flee. He'll flee from you. In Revelations uh, chapter 5 and verse 9 to 10. Revelations chapter 5 and verse 9 to 10. Who's taking notes in here this morning? We're taking notes? Okay, every week it'd be great to see more and more taking notes. This year I've said we're pushing in. We're going to pray more together. Pray more individually. Pray more in our families. Pray more over our children. Lay hands on our children more. We're going to study the word more. It doesn't matter what devotions we're doing in the morning. We're going to add to that. We're going to study more. We're going to bring our notebooks here. We're going to take the word down. We're going to go with that word. We're going to study it. Amen? We're going to multiply like never before. We're going to see new people come, people getting saved, people being delivered, backsliders coming back to the Lord this year. God has got great things. Amen? So Revelation chapter 5, verse 9, it says, And they sang a new song, saying, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain, or some translations say you were slaughtered. Slaughtered and have redeemed us to God by your blood. Out of every tribe and tongue, every language, every people, every nation. And you've made us kings and priests to our God. And we shall reign or some translations say rule. We shall reign. We shall rule where? On this earth. We shall rule on this earth. Hallelujah. So we're a king. You're a king and you're a priest. Let's say that again. You're a king and you're a priest. That's something to get excited about, isn't it? You're a king, you're a priest. When the enemy tries to knock you down, you're this and you're that, and you're not this and you're not that. You say, I'm a king and I'm a priest unto God. Hallelujah. And, um, you know, there's a, Satan, he doesn't want us, have, us to have a revelation that we're a king, that we can rule as a king, that we have a dominion to rule. And he doesn't want us to understand that we're priests. That we have that, we're that priestly, that place of prayer, 
a place of coming before the Lord in his presence, pleading before him, bringing intercession before him. What a privilege that is. As a priest coming, worshiping him, offering up our praise, offering up sacrifices of praise on him as a priest. And then as we come together and the gathering of the assembly, the priests come together. See each other differently. See when you're coming through the door. Oh, there's the priest. They're coming together. The priest to form the priesthood. Wouldn't it be lovely if we just put on those priestly garments sometime? Even like they used to wear in the Old Testament. And their hat and, the, and, and everything, you know? And we all started to come. We'd see each other differently, wouldn't we? We'd see each other. We're priests together. And what, what about... And then we quickly changed and we all stood up as kings. Huh? We see each other in the light of who God made us. Kings and priests unto him. So a king is a person, he has a dominion, he has a realm in which he rules. And each one of us have that realm in each where we rule. And it starts with our own life. It starts with me. It starts with my own life starts with your own life. If you cannot rule and have dominion in your own life, you'll find it hard to rule anything else. It starts with us. That's the first realm that we, that we rule. We're like that king. And, uh, you know, we're called to shift cultures. We're, we're called to, to shift hearts. We're called to shift people into the kingdom of God. Amen. Using that prayer, using that declaration, as William said earlier, time to declare. This month, the time to declare, hallelujah. That's what the prophets are saying, declaring. So we're all called to that. We're called to influence this generation, you know, but John 10, 10 says, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. So we have an enemy to deal with. And as that prophetic word was brought out through William, you know, sometimes that we can be just blinded and we can be just lulled into another state. And as William said, we can be accepting some stuff that's happening in our lives that, and almost blaming God or saying, well, you're letting that happen and not realizing who's behind it. So wake up. So wake up. Amen. I just believe, and as I'm teaching here this morning, that, that by the Holy Spirit, he's going to illuminate some things to your hearts. Because the enemy's out to steal help from you. Who's experienced that? He's out to steal that. He's out to steal joy. He's out to steal your peace. He's out to steal your home. If he can get hold of your marriage, if he can get hold of your children, if he can muck up the lives of your adult children, he's out to do it. He's out to steal family time. He's out to steal your business. He's out to steal finances. And he's going to keep doing that. That's all he knows how to do. That is his character. So we have to deal with him. Isn't that right? And as we're fighting from that place of victory. We're already got the victory, but we're not letting go of stuff. Amen? We're not letting go. Hallelujah. We're called to fight the good fight of faith. First Timothy 6.12, if you're taking notes. Fight the good fight of faith. Everything 
we receive for our lives, we receive it by faith. Everything God has, all the good plans, all the good things that God has for our lives, we receive it by faith. You know, Mark 11, we know that scripture well, verse 23 to 24 says, For surely I say to you, whoever says to the mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea. So there's your declaration. You're saying to the mountain, be cast into the sea and don't doubt in your heart but believes that those things that he says, declares, will be done. He will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask, when you pray, believe, you receive them. Believe, you receive them. So when you go to pray and you're declaring these things, you've got to believe and take and receive them. Amen? And that word, receive, be translated take with force grab it seize it with a grip that cannot be shaken amen so there's things we've received there's things that god has made us that the kings and priests are we're the sons of god that that he has but there's things that we have gone to him in prayer and we've asked for some things because all our lives are different, all our circumstances are different, and we've asked for some things, and by faith we have received them. Well, guess who is not happy about that? Guess who wants to steal it? So what have we got to do? We've got to hold tight what we have received. Hold it tightly and not give it up. You know, like, We've got a dog, a Labrador, Kobe. And when Kobe gets something in her mouth, I'll start with a bone. There is no way you're going to get the bone out of her mouth. She is gone with that bone. Right? So the enemy is wanting to get things off of us, but we need to be like Kobe. We need to be like that dog that's got stuff, and we're not letting go. We're not letting go. That's my bone. That's mine. That's my family. That's my body you're trying to attack. I'm healed and whole by the stripes of Jesus, and you're not taking this from me. You're not taking it. I don't care if my body's screaming pain. You're not exercising your authority in my body. You're not taking my finances. Matthew 11 and 12 in the Amplified, William referred to it from the days of John the Baptist until now. The kingdom of heaven suffers violent assault and violent men seize it by force as a precious prize. That's what we're to be, seizing it by force. Jesus, he's talking about the kingdom of heaven and this earth, and the exercising and releasing that healing and the joy and the peace. Amen? Not just waiting around. Oh, it's just going to fall on me. Wrong doctrine. No, this word's all about action. This is talks about being a doer of the word, not just reading it. Oh, yeah, okay, I'm supposed to do that. And then walk away and forget. No, action doers of the word. Amen.
And faith takes hold. Faith is not passive. Faith is active. Faith gets aggressive. You know, you take the promises of God. Do you know all the promises of God, thousands of promises of God, but you will not realize them and they'll not actualize in your life if you don't take them and if you don't receive them and if you don't say that's mine and if you don't, you've taken that promise, you're standing on that promise and you're not letting the enemy steal from that. But if you're just, you know, just complacent, well, oh God, such a wonderful Lord. He's so great, you know, and he's given us so many promises. Well, where are they? Oh, they're all in the Bible. Does he not want them working in your life? Oh, yes, he does want them working in in my life. But they're in the Bible for now. You've got to take them. You've got to stand in this word. You've got to put it to effect. You've got to declare it. You've got to say, this is what I'm standing on. This is what the Lord has for my life. Amen? We're in a war. Pastor George said last week, it's time for the church. And he wasn't just talking to BCC, but we've, we've taken it. To, it's time for the church to get the fight back. It's time for the church to get the shout back. How come when we're everywhere else, we can be loud and we can be bold and when we come to church, we're just like tiny wee mice. I think it's like a, maybe a bit of a religious thing that when you come to church, you've got to be very reverent. And, you know, there is part of that. There's a, there is a quietness before the Lord. But it's okay to shout in the house of the Lord too. And it's okay when, you know, somebody's sharing the word and preaching for you to get excited. It's okay for you to jump up in your chair and run around and say, I claim that. It's okay. I'm giving you liberty. Chris says there's liberty in the house, is there? How much liberty is in this house this morning? I'm giving you liberty in this house. To go, amen. I take that. I receive that. Yes? Hallelujah. This word is a weapon, and it brings down strongholds of unbelief, strongholds of demonic, demon activity. Second Corinthians 10 and verse 4 says, For the weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal, they're not worldly or fleshy, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Hallelujah. So we're not sitting back in a difficult situation and waiting for God to come and rescue us with a, you know, a rose coming along and a horse and everything and, you know, like man comes and proposes and rescues this princess. No. We've got the word. Jesus has done everything for us. Everything. He went to the cross for us. By his blood, he's brought us. He's given us his name. He's given us his authority. It's ours. Hallelujah. In fact, let's, let's, let's read that. Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter. I love Ephesians. Love Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 1, we'll just start in verse 19, says Paul saying here, Apostle Paul, that we would know what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, and we've said we're believed this morning, 
according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. He seated him at the right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and he gave him to be the head over all things to the church, the church which is his body the fullness of him who fills all in all. And if you skip down there to chapter 2 and verse 6, and he has raised us up together. One of my favorite verses, he has raised us up together and he's made us, made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That's our spiritual position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So we, we're seated. So I'm seated with Christ at the right hand of the Father. And I can turn and say, hello, Father. Thank you for that awesome plan that you have for my life, for my home, Father. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I'm seated with you. I'm seated in you. It's, I'm not taking anything from you, nothing from your deity, but I'm a joint heir with Jesus. He's the head. I'm part of the body. And then I look down, and I look, and I go, oh, who's down there under my feet? Who? Oh, oh, is that you, Satan? Is that you down under my feet? Yeah, that's you, huh? You're under my feet. Under my feet. Under my feet. Don't let him up. Don't open the door. Don't give him access. The only authority Satan can take in your life is what you give him. Because you have the authority. God has given you, God has given me. Jesus, he went. He died for us. He went to the cross. He went to hell for us. He fought Satan. He rose victorious over death, over sin, took the keys of death and hell. He went to heaven. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. And he gave all things to us. And our position in Christ is seated right at the right hand of a father. Whoa, I tell you, that is something to rejoice about. Do you see why when the devil comes to try and condemn you, that you don't have to entertain that for a second? If you even remember that little picture, the next time the enemy comes. Now, if you've done something against this word and anything against this word, it's sin. If you've done something, then you say, sorry, God, I missed it. We all miss it. Sorry, I missed it, God. I'm so sorry. I repent. You're back and you get back in fellowship with the Lord. You never lose your relationship. But you get back in fellowship with the Lord and then you deal with that enemy who's trying to condemn. And you say, oh, by the way, <laughs> where are you? Oh, under my feet. Under my feet. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, we thank you, Lord. You know, there's an example I'd read um, sometime, and um, it's like a 
if you went home to your house that you've bought and you have the title deed for, and all of a sudden you see there's a removal van and they're moving things, you know, there's a man, men, they're moving your furniture out and, you, kind of, you know, you kind of, what's going on? It's my furniture. And then somebody comes out and he starts to wave a bit of paper. He says, no, this is, this is so-and-so's house. This is so-and-so's house. And they, can, they continue moving that furniture. And you're puzzled and you go, my goodness. Uh, I don't understand that. I thought that was my house. And you get into your car and you start going, my goodness, where am I going to go? What am I going to do? Would you do that? Or would you say, that's my house. I've got the deed to it. It's my house. I bought it. That's my furniture. Put it back. But how many times in our Christian walk, we're in that very situation where we're baffled. They're moving the furniture out of my house. I thought that was mine. Oh, maybe it just got it wrong. The enemy uses all different tactics, and you know what? He is a deceiver. He is a deceiver. Watch his deceptions. You know, we say no to him. No. When he tries to bring fear, we say no. No fear. No fear here. No sickness here. No lack here. No disease here. I say no. Get out in Jesus' name. Get out in Jesus' name. Get out of my marriage. Get out of my home. Get out. Stop meddling in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Smith Wigglesworth, he tells a story of a woman who left her house and she had this little dog. She was off to the bus stop and the little dog followed her to the bus stop. And that was okay. You know, he's sitting there licking her shoes and everything else. And she's Honey, go back. Said, you can't come with me today. Go back. Go back to the house. Little dog just sat there, just panting and looking up, and you know, just with a wee sad eyes. No, honey, the bus is going to come. Go back. Go back to the house. Go back to the house. And then after a wee while, she saw the bus coming, and all of a sudden, she said to that dog, "Back to the house!" And he ran with his tail between his legs, back to the house. And that's the way we've got to be with the devil. Can't be, would you please, Mr. Devil, would you please get out? Mr. Devil, would you please give me that back, please? Oh, please, I'm at my wit's end, please. No, we say, get off my stuff. In Jesus' name. You don't have to raise your voice. You've just got to know your authority. You've just got to know your authority. And it's in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Remember the time when mom, when I was about two, one, one and a half, two years old, when dad went off to Bible school and we lived up in um, Kokuli. There were just new houses at the time. And um, there was a lot of little field mice getting in and going up, up in the rafters and things. And we were lying at night and I don't remember, but mum hears him scurrying back and forwards, you know, and she got fed up. They were keeping her awake. So all of a sudden, she had enough. And you've got to come to that place, I've had enough. 
And she got up and she had a hard sole slipper and she got her slipper and she flung it as hard as she could up at the roof. And she says, in the name of Jesus, get out of my house. And they fleed. And there wasn't another noise since that. That was it. They were out because she was that king. She exercised her authority and her rule and the mice had to go. Amen. Hallelujah. So, you know, Satan, he's going to keep opposing. He's going to try and bring you down. Even after you have a victory and victory, he's going to come just like Elijah. I don't have time to go through that, but the first Kings in 19, if you want to read that story, Elijah had a great victory and he'd killed 450 prophets of Baal. And, um, you know, he was running. He got into fear after a tremendous victory, you know. But the enemy was trying to stop him because he's still other things to do. He's still more to do, more victories to win. So hallelujah, no matter what victories you've had, there's more victories ahead of you, more victories ahead. No matter what we've done in the church, no matter what Bangor Community Church has done and accomplished over the years, there's more. There's more. There's more victories. There's more to apprehend, and there's more for us to do. Hallelujah, and with us, that harvest of souls that is coming in. Praise God. So, um, just very quickly, who can I get? Maybe Kyle. Can you come and help me in a wee role play? Just to be careful and to know sometimes when you're, you know, you're under attack and things like that. So first of all, Kyle, you just face everybody and just be praising. Have your hands up and you're praising the Lord. Everything's going good. You keep them up there, both hands. You're praising the Lord. And, um, and then all of a sudden, Satan, he just comes and, you know, he starts to talk to Kyle and he just starts to things happen in his life. In circumstances, one arm goes down and then the other arm goes down. And before long then, you know, he's a hand over his mouth. He puts a hand over his mouth. He's not declaring what he used to declare. He's starting to feel down in himself. He's, you know, he's feeling let down. And, you know, what's happening? This is all too much for me. And then he sits down. He sits down there. He's, he sits down. He's his hand over his mouth. He's his head bowed down. And the enemy is relenting. He'll just keep going and keep going and keep going. And then... How would you mind lying down? <laughs> well, on the floor, on the floor, because he gets you as low as you can, you see. You've got to be on the floor. want to see how he can get up now. <laughs> he gets you on the floor, he gets you lying down, lying down, lying down, and then he comes, lay right back there. He comes, and then he goes, you dirty, wee, filthy worm. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. And he goes on and on and on and on. But then Kyle comes to himself and he realizes, hey, I'm a king and I'm a priest. And he gets up and it doesn't take long. He's just up and he's praising the Lord again. He's back in that place. Hallelujah. He's got a shout in his spirit and he's praising the Lord. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. So be careful. That's how you look. How are you? How you feel? How you sense it? And be your brother's keeper. When you see people around you, maybe they're a wee bit bent over. They may not be walking like this, but you, you know what I mean. You're seeing them. They're not just, they haven't got that spring in their step. Get with them quick before the enemy gets them down their back. 
get them quick. Encourage, encourage. Come on. Come along. People need people to come alongside them. I've needed people to come alongside me. I still need people to encourage me and come alongside and say, I'm praying for you. And it makes my day when I know people are praying for me. It makes my day. It's tremendous, and we all need that. Hallelujah. Praise God. So our time's just about up there, but you know, God loves you. He's got the best plan for you. All of us are overcomers. All of us. Hallelujah. Who's got some stuff to get back today? Jonathan, can you just come to keyboards and Chris and the team? We're going to pray and then we're going to sing a song and we're going to put action to this this morning. The song we're going to sing for those who, who know it in a minute is I went up to the enemy's camp. But I want you to know that we're going to sing that song because before we sing it, I want you to know what you're going up to get back. So let's pray. Let's bow our heads and let's pray. Hallelujah. So God, we just thank you for this word. We thank you for the authority and the reminder this morning of the authority that we have. And Holy Spirit, we just ask right now that you would reveal there can be blatantly obvious things that we know that Satan has stolen or tried or is presently trying to steal. But Lord, bring up everything. We want to get it all back. Like David pursued a zigzag and he got it. He recovered all. We want to recover all, recover all, set it into motion because we're spirit beings. We deal in the, the, the realms of the spirit. Hallelujah. And we can recover all. Believe for restoration of that has been taken, of that has been stolen from us. Hallelujah. Things that need to change in our lives, Lord, just that you would reveal that, just put a spotlight, just by changing that one thing, just by lining up with the Word of God, it's going to stop the enemy stealing anymore because it says, the Word says, submit to God first, submit to Him, and that's submitting to His Word and then resist the devil and he will flee. We've got to be submitted to this word. So Lord God, speak to us, Father. You know us individually. You know our deepest thoughts, our hearts, Lord, where we're lined up with your word, where we need to come into alignment with that word. Hallelujah. And then we're going to speak to our situations. We're going to command them to line up with the truth of the word. As Stephen said earlier, you know, there can be fact in your life, but the word is the truth. And we that supersedes facts, supersedes facts. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise you, Lord. So have you all got something this morning? You're going to go and get back by faith. Let's stand. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we're going to sing that. And I encourage you, put actions to it. If you want to step a few steps forward, if you want to run around the room, whatever you have to do, but you're going to get that back. And if you want to just speak it out under your breath, what that is, speak it out, but get it back in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I went up to the enemy's camp and I took back what he stole from me took back what he stole from me took back what he stole from me 
just exercise your authority through this week. Amen. Come to prayer. It's going to be good Tuesday night. Next Sunday, I've asked Tony Crawford to come from Kingdom Harvest. She's going to be ministering and staying in your reigning place. Just continuing this um, subject on authority. I'll be at Kingdom Harvest ministering next week. And then the following week, we'll probably continue in the third week and get in our fight and getting our shout back. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us. We look to God that he will direct your steps and blessings through this week. For more information, visit us at bangercommunitychurch.co.uk or find us on Facebook.